0: Today and start packing.
1: Now, back to Real Raw Radio. Sponsored by Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike, Mike Calta show. show.
2: 715
3: on The Mike Calta Show. It's 102.5 The Bone. You know, you may have heard that some homes have been selling and the market is hot and listing inventory is low. Some sellers may even think that any agent can sell their home. And that may be true in this market, but what is also true is that you cannot only lose tens of thousands, but hundreds of thousands of dollars on a sale of your property if it's not handled correctly. For example, if you sell your home to the first person that saw it on the first day, Can you be confident that you got the most money for it? I mean, how many other buyers got to see it? How many were even aware of it? And if it was sold to anyone but the ideal buyer, you've left money on the table. A favorable seller's market is an opportunity to get the most out of your home. This is not a time to cut corners with the sale of your largest investment. When you were making a sale, you called Jeff Borham. Jeff and his team at Keller Williams, they will get the most out of your home for you. And a lot of times you need somebody that's an expert to tell you not to panic. Don't take the first offer. Wait, we know it's coming. And you need somebody that knows the market, lives here in the area, and that can help you out. And that's what Jeff and his team can do. And with Jeff, you have options. He can sell your home. He can buy your home, rent your home. And there's no risk. They'll let you out of your contract at any time. All you need to do is schedule an appointment today. Google Team Borum. That's Borum, B-O-R-H-A-M, teamborum.com. And before you know it, you are packing up the house. You are making money. Team Borum closes on uh, homes in an average of 25 days compared to an 80-day national average. That takes the stress out of selling. And Jeff and his team sold over 200 homes in the last two years. The average agent sells four. That's right, four compared to 200. Teamborum.com, B-O-R-H-A-M. If you're looking for to sell your home and you want the most money out of it you're not sure if you should be renting for a while and then selling whatever questions you have call them today teamborum.com it is uh, time to check in with galvin he has today's news
1: and now news with galvin
2: on the mike calta show what do we have in news today galvin I really should start going to the bathroom before we do this. Oh, that's the
3: worst. Well, clearly, by those pictures, you can just go right now. Oh. oh.
2: Yeah, I don't <laughs> like that. <laughs> it's pretty gross stuff. Yeah. Uh, today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. Are you in the market for some new shoes? Well, guess what? Pelt has them right there at the store. You don't have to wait around for any shipping or uh, get the wrong size or get the wrong color or anything like that. Go in and try them out. They have the Pelt Shoes experts right there to make sure you get the perfect fit. And whatever you're buying, whenever you bring it up to the counter, make sure you whisper my name, Galvin. Galvin. Get 10% off your entire order. Pelt shoes, a perfect fit. After an hours-long manhunt led to the arrest in Detroit, the parents of the 15-year-old boy accused of fatally shooting four students at a high school in Michigan have pleaded not guilty to involuntary manslaughter charges connected to the deaths. A judge has set their bond at $500,000 each. Both parents face four counts of involuntary manslaughter related to the mass shooting. The parents were apprehended Saturday hiding out in an art studio in Detroit. They were arrested for allegedly giving their son access to a newly bought 9mm handgun he used in the uh, spree, while also knowing that the... uh, the, also knowing there were deeply troubling warning signs about his behavior, yeah. uh, the couple is accused of withholding such information from officials when they were summoned to the school on the day of the shooting to discuss disturbing... The day of the shooting. Yeah, yeah that crazy. morning. Uh, disturbing drawings a teacher found in the uh, kid's desk. James and Jennifer reportedly took out uh, $4,000 in cash from an ATM, turned off their phones after their son's arrest before fleeing.
3: At first when I heard this, I was like... Now you're just trying to find a scapegoat. Now you're just trying to blame somebody because you can't stop the school shootings. But when I heard the details, I thought, this is great. This is going to hold parents responsible. It's not just a matter of, you know, that he had guns. Right? This guy, he, had, he bought the gun f- basically for him. He gave him access to it. And then they knew about They had these drawings where he was killing people, and they were called to the school that day. And instead of saying, hey, okay, maybe our son's a little bit of a psychopath, they were like, no, they were defending him and doing all that. Uh, so, yeah, they are they – are, I don't know that they go to jail. I don't know, but they are partially responsible for it. Well,
2: here's the other thing is I know that the uh, father noticed that the gun was missing, and he texted his son something to yeah. the effect of, uh, please don't do don't it.
3: Don't do it, yeah. Yeah,
2: so knowing that he had the gun, knowing that he had – Ambitions of doing this, and didn't whatever. call right. anybody. Right, you got to call yeah. the school. You got to do and something. And say, hey, listen, police. rather safe than sorry. Yeah. My son, I believe, has the gun, and we got to figure this out. You know, I know it's your son, and that's terrible, but
3: but you got to you got to save lives,
4: right? Uh, exactly. and,
3: uh, you know. Uh, also, the other thing is. Uh, you know how many times when there's a school shooting that's at the end the kid turned the gun on himself are you yeah. worried about your kid Evan, right. if you're worried about your kid's safety i don't know it, they seem like a real bunch of morons but the other thing is is that uh they once st- it was coming down they went on the run and uh that's that that's more crime that's where the crimes come in and that shows you that they know that they did something wrong Sure, they say they had plans to meet with their lawyer in the morning and it was just a matter of Uh, You know, scheduling and all that. They weren't on. They weren't actually. Yeah, I think the lawyer
2: was saying traffic and stuff. But then they (laughs)
3: they hid out in a in a warehouse that wasn't theirs. And the artist is like, I don't know. I didn't tell these people they could stay here. So uh, yeah, they're just garbage people. And I think this is. I don't know that this is going to change school shooting, but it's certainly going to hold people accountable for uh, the irresponsibility of, of parents. You you can't I, – I have a teenager. I can't, I can't keep track of him 24 hours a day, even with the apps and all that other stuff. I don't know what he's going to do, but I sure as hell am on it. You know. I mean, my guns are locked up in a room that has – they're in a safe in a room that has a code to get into the room. I mean, I, I don't mess around with that kind of stuff. Well, the minute you thought you, your son might have the gun, you'd do something. Here, here's the other thing to right. worry about. when When you're a teenager – and your hormones are so crazy. You go through those you go through those depression moments you you know you have a you know, uh, my son has a girlfriend, she breaks up with him he's miserable, decides he's going to kill himself. I'm the guy that leaves a gun out for him to do the job you know uh, I, I, and this is just all hypothetical, but what I'm saying is is that you have to think about these things, you have to think about them you know if you're going to be a responsible gun owner, you have to prepare for those sort of moments, and you wonder when you leave the house, do I leave the gun somewhere where it's accessible, or do I make sure it's locked away from this hormonal you know teenager? Who could be having a bad day? I mean, how many times when you're a teenager do you think something happens at the end of the world? Oh, yeah. You, you know, you don't, you, oh, you broke up with a girl or your team lost a championship. I'll never get into college. And you're like, I'm, I'm, why bother living? Yeah. You know, I was never a suicidal thought person because I just was, I'm so, my ego is so big. I feel like the world needed me. But, uh, there was, there were times though where you just feel like you, nothing's going to get better.
1: Well, you have no life experience to draw from sure. to realize that this is not a big things are not a big deal, and that know? time heals everything, right? You right.
3: Know? Yeah. And you don't you don't have the time to really realize that that's happened before. So, yeah, it's I mean those are things you have to take into consideration when you have children. And if they, these people are these people had more than warning signs. They had actual evidence. They had pictures. They draw, I remember one time my mother. Man, I busted myself. My mother came up to me and she said. I have to talk to you about something that i found in your room and i went oh man i must have been like seven and i was like okay and she's like it's a picture i'm like i know what it is and she's like yeah. and i'm like i was so embarrassed i had drawn pictures of a naked girl yeah. and she was on an island and the only way the guy would let her off the island is if she took her clothes off nice and i drew that cartoon
2: that guy was you <laughs>
3: well i mean i hid it i drew it on, i remember i drew it on construction paper. And I folded it up and I put it next to my bed. And I confessed to that, and that wasn't what she was talking about. Oh,
4: that's <laughs> I was just talking about
2: your really stained underwear. Oh, yeah. yeah,
3: she uh, she said, "No, I found a picture that you drew um, of where you said you were going to kill George Kalikas, who lived upstairs. Oh. He was so mean, and I was and I was like, I hate George Kalikas. I'm going to kill him. But I meant like I was going to fight him. I wasn't going to go get a knife and stab right. him." And uh, I think I was probably just vending my frustrations in art because mm-hmm. I was an artsy child. Mm-hmm. Um, but and man, that's I could... the
2: day you learn not to confess stuff until yeah. people said yeah. what they. Yeah, I confessed. <laughs> found. To, I confessed yeah.
3: to my porn to my mother, <laughs> yeah. my homemade drawn porn. While well, meanwhile, mm-hmm. all she wanted to talk about was my murdering pictures of George Kalikas. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah. everybody hates that kid. I no, wouldn't no <laughs> even. Yeah, that was quite embarrassing. Oh, Ugh. <laughs> terrible. Sorry.
2: Uh oh.
3: Uh-oh. George Clooney die. died.
2: Yeah, somebody said them.
3: George Calicus's mother was named what? Sickest Calicus. That would be great. No, no then keep in mind, this is 1978. George his mother
2: named? Catherine Calicus.
3: Gladys. Yoda.
4: Oh. oh.
3: Her name was Yoda Calicus before Star When we saw Star Wars and it was named Yoda, we were like, oh, my God. God. <laughs> Yoda Calicus was Greek. my la- Greek, yeah. Yeah. Was my landlord. It was Nick and Yoda Calicus, and George and Tommy Calicus were the kids. And Yoda looked like your typical Greek old lady. Like, if you said to me, Google old Greek lady, mm-hmm. it, would come up as, it would come up as her. It's either then,
2: her or Olympia Dukakis.
3: No, because <laughs> Olympia Dukakis was kind of pretty a little bit. Like, compared to Yoda, uh-huh. uh, and this is the best thing I remember, is that Yoda locked herself out of the house one time while Nick was away. They lived on the second floor. They were the landlord. Did
2: she used the force to get in? <laughs>
3: <laughs> she, one of the neighbors said, I have a ladder that'll reach up to that window
2: well, <laughs> excuse me God. this doesn't sound like a good idea
3: <laughs> well none of the clickers boys were there so Yoda had to climb up the ladder in her house dress she wore like you know mumus, and about four steps up she turned and she says can you all move this way and we were like, yeah. And she's like, because I don't wear underwear. And we are like, oh, come on. Yoda. Come on, Yoda Kalikas. We don't oh. want to go see your Kalikas. No, had a dad. lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. No, that was. Yeah. I didn't draw any pictures about that. I can tell you that. <laughs>
2: Nightmares. Yeah. All right. Rest Former Senator Bob Dole, one of the most enduring U.S. political figures, died he, uh, 10 months after revealing he was battling lung cancer. He was 98 years old. Dole was not only U.S. senator from Kansas, but also a decorated Army veteran, a U.S. representative, and a can- candidate for uh, vice president, and then later president.
3: Three times president. He was a three-time loser.
2: Yeah. Uh, uh, points. For Papap. Oh, yeah, oh. Yeah, who Gio did not want to play. That is uh, true. What still, we now? still in last place. <laughs> still in last still place. Still in last place, yeah. You got 27 points there, but you do have now, uh, you know, six days remaining for the two and one week, which could get you some extra points as well. True. Uh, but yeah, Papap still uh, solidly in last place with 131 points.
3: All original picks. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I should have called your shot, man. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe I should have. Bob Dole was 98 years old.
2: 98.
3: That's a pretty good life. War hero, presidential candidate. The problem with Bob Dole was is that he looked like a stiff old candidate and then after he lost, he started making the talk show rounds, and he was great on TV. Right. He was funny.
2: He, he got the joke when Norm McDonald used to imitate yeah. him on Saturday Night Live. He loved it, and he went out there and did the uh, show with him and yeah. did,
3: did a Viagra commercial and started talking about how he was banging his wife again after Viagra. Had, had the
2: band, had the. Yeah. Became personable.
3: People yeah. related to him after he had lost. So right. he was like, uh, but, you know, made a whole. Made a whole career after being a war hero in the government, and uh, you know it's not a bad life to have for almost a hundred years. Yeah, yeah. I uh, you, Bobby. What's that? I'll miss you. Oh, you know, you're yeah, missing I'll recipes, miss you. Bobby.
2: Well, he went to school with him.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> a former co-worker of Chris Cuomo made a sexual misconduct allegation against the former CNN anchor, who was fired Saturday for misleading the cable network about the extent of the role he played trying to mitigate the sexual harassment accusations that took down his brother, former Governor Andrew Cuomo. So, a lot now- of sexual. Uh, do you know
3: do you know that I mean I I love to toot my own horn that in a year of of uh last year when all my predictions and everything came true and people were doubting me and calling me a uh you know, a baby and starving for attention and all that stuff, but I was right. I announced COVID was here, all these things that I said were coming true. I told you months ago. Months ago, that there was a woman who was actively making complaints that Chris Cuomo, who is married, uh, was coming on to her sexually and she didn't know what to do and she was uh, hesitant to report it to CNN because she didn't. She has kind of a, I would say she's like a part timer. She's not a part time broadcaster, but she is like, I don't know how to say this without giving it away. She's a correspondent for certain things. Like, she's not a weather person, but let's say she's the hurricane specialist. You know what I mean? Like, she comes in when there's a hurricane. Like, Mm -hmm. she's only used for a particular thing. And she said that he has been aggressively coming at her. And I reported that right when the brother got in trouble. I said, look, uh, I hear the same thing about... Chris Cuomo, who is always you know, talking about how he's married and he loves his family and all that, who is actively harassing this woman at work. Uh, I know who it is, and I'm going to tell you guys who it is off the air so that when it finally comes out, we can be like, God damn, we were all over that one. Um, I al- I'm also going to find out if I could say it because I know the person, if the person who, who gave me the heads up is listening. They're panicking right now. Don't worry. I'm not going to say anything until I talk to you. But <clears throat> we knew about this, and I bet you more people come out of the woodwork now.
2: Fredo is done at CNN. Yeah, it's all over. Fredo out. Uh, the Detroit Lions beat the Minnesota Vikings <laughs> twenty-nine to twenty-seven yesterday, bringing their record to one ten and one. Uh, the NFL on CBS Twitter account claims they're still in the playoff hunt, but the New York <laughs> Times says they're done. That that's a, they wouldn't be able to make it
3: three hundred and sixty something days or three hundred fifty something days without a win. For the uh for the Detroit Lions. How embarrassing. To win one game, do you even care? You're like, oh well, there we got one. Oh,
2: they were very excited about it. Yeah, it was just one, but they finally.
3: Yeah. And then yeah. uh and then your Steelers winning by one point. I know.
2: Crazy. I know. Thank God the Ravens went for two, man. Mm. Because I don't know why they went for two. I don't understand that, because they marched right down. And got down and scored a touchdown like they could have done that again, possibly, whatever, but they went for two and didn't get it. I was There were a lot
3: of that. things yesterday where people go, why would you do that? Like, why wouldn't you run the ball if you were on the, you know, so close to the end zone? Why would you Why would you be trying to make a pass that a lineman could just pick off and run back for six? It was crazy. Some crazy judgment yesterday.
2: Uh, we will get to our uh, football picks later on in the show, see how we did with that. Uh, speaking of football, the Seminole Tribe of Florida has shut down its online sports betting app Boo. after being done. <laughs> its uh, latest legal defeat in a case that has halted a massive expansion of gambling throughout Florida. The Tribe on Saturday said it will temporarily stop taking bets on its Hard Rock Sportsbook app in response to federal appeals court decision rejecting its request to allow wagering to continue as it pursues an appeal.
3: Yeah, appeal that, man. You already got us hooked. It was yeah. like you gave us a little crack for free, and now we're crack addicts, and... And now we've got nowhere to get our crack. It's Ready stuff. to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, this is a perfect opportunity for a guy named Bruno to come forward and go, <laughs> oh, yeah, I take action. Yeah. You know? I mean, we, we, we we're like, I was really getting into this, betting parlays on which hockey players are going to have an assist. I mean, I'm yeah. really stretching my money. Watching my wa-
2: sports is fun. Watching sports you bet on is the best. It really yeah. is a blast. Yeah,
3: yeah. you want is there any other way to watch a Capitals-Bruins game? <laughs> Who cares about that? But I I, I will tell you, I, I still think the dumbest thing ever, the one mistake, and I don't really know how much control they have over it, what the Vinick has made, is uh, this Bally Sports thing. I haven't been able to see a Lightning game forever. I, I have Frontier. I don't know where to find it. I can't download it. I can't download anything, no matter what I do. I can, the only way I could do it is if I could put it on my phone and then airdrop it to my TV, which isn't convenient for me because I'm constantly on my phone. It, I, I mean, I, I'm a guy who actually watched regular season hockey on TV, and I can't find it anywhere now, and I'm losing interest. It's starting. To, I'm starting to get annoyed with it now.
2: Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, what the deal is with that? What I mean, that, but that I can't be the only
3: one. I can't be the only one there. And people are emailing me all the time.
2: Oh yeah, I got it on. You can watch it on DirecTV.
3: I don't have DirecTV. I don't have a satellite or whatever. I got your your basic. Frontier package, and I have no problem with it other than the fact that I know that I can't watch hockey games. Did anymore. you
2: talk to Frontier? Is it maybe uh, something that you can upgrade or uh, get a, you know? Thing no, to- so
3: I have NHL, uh, the NHL Plus or whatever it is, but even that, you can't, there's certain games that are blacked out and you can't see, and it's just, it's way inconvenient. Hmm. Yeah, I don't like it at all.
2: So did you talk to them or no? Frontier or no? Yes. And the way they said, no, you just don't get that channel.
3: Yeah, we don't. They, that was a part of their contract with somebody else. and Then they changed, and this one went Ugh. here, and now they don't have that. And it's too many channels now. Too many. Yeah. Too many too ways many to watch TV. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Break it all down. Give me back. Give me uh, ABC, CBS, NBC, and Fox. That's all I need. And me a little PBS for the kids. <laughs>
2: uh, according to one survey, fifty percent of Floridians consider themselves able to work hard and drink hard a term known as being booze fit. Uh, A survey of over 3,000 drinkers revealed that Floridians (laughs) are more likely to consider themselves booze fit than compared to the national average of 48%, but that figure doesn't stand up. Uh, to the other states, namely Alaska and Iowa, where 71% and 62% of respondents respectfully uh, claimed they were booze-fit. So, you
3: said booze-fit, and Joe goes, the track. oh, that's yeah. <laughs> right.
0: That is Joe, because Joe doesn't work out, but still... In like decent bit. shape.
2: Oh, no, I don't think it's booze fit in that uh, concern, Carmen. You know, it's booze yeah. fit of being able to drink and then still do your job. So, yeah, like, oh. Joe certainly isn't booze fit. Uh, okay. he can't do his job sober.
0: Well, I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. Though. It's not because of the booze, though.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah Joe really booze fit.
2: Gio but, does yeah. two jobs and Thanks. he's drunk all the time. Thank
4: you. <laughs> yeah. No, Gio, he likes to pretend that he's the big drinker, but he just takes little baby sips when we drink here at the house. I am not booze is- fit. No, yeah, I cannot. Host, but... You gotta, you gotta build up your tolerance. I don't
3: have it at all. I'm, I, I, um, I drink like a teenager. Two sips and I go, ooh, I gotta go lay down. Let's drink from the tree. I'm down. Nobody, Nobody drinking from the tree. Defile that tree. tree yeah. yeah. Nobody's uh, drinking from the tree. I see
4: we got a little bit of shine left over there. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you do uh, a shot he's... show. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, sheriff's office in
2: Colorado Springs is facing heat online after posting a photo of a guy. It looks a lot like Santa Claus getting a concealed handgun permit. <laughs> uh, there it is up on Bone TV. A lot of people took issue, uh, especially because of the school shooting in Michigan last week. One person on Twitter said it feels like they use Santa to market guns to kids. Oh, boy, uh, the sheriff's office claims it was just an attempt to highlight their hardworking staff in a fun way, showing Santa there getting his concealed gun. Permit. <laughs> Yeah, listen, if you're going down people's chimneys, yeah, you, need be, a, you, know, yeah, be you need right? you yeah. know, sidearm.
3: I love that you're like, people are like, oh, because of the school shooting. Yeah, it's more of a reason for Santa to
2: right? arm up. Yeah. Santa's well, got maybe, rights. Hey, yeah. listen, maybe don't uh, come into my house uninvited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even know milk and cookies for you. <laughs> Beat it, fat man. Uh, there's a 57-year-old guy named Andre Abrams. Uh, his house, he was at his house in Gainesville, Florida last Tuesday. Uh, he and his neighbor have had multiple arguments about parking, and he was upset again. So this time, he walked out of his home with a what? What did he have with him? Walked out of his home. They're getting an arguments about parking. He goes, "All right, this is it." Gets his thing, walks out of his house. What does he have? Chainsaw. Chainsaw. Crowbar. Be a good move. Crowbar. Smash windows. Axe. Axe right to the hood. Boom. Any other guesses? Uh, no. A flamethrower.
3: Oh. Yeah. oh. I knew it would be something better. I just couldn't started
2: it. spraying it in the direction of their car while people were sitting in the car. Oh. The flamethrower he owns is called an XM42 light and it can shoot flames more than 20 feet. Uh three kids were in the car when he <laughs> did it. I uh, don't know how old they are, if they were juveniles or what the deal was. Uh, luckily, no one was hurt. The flames never actually hit the car, but witnesses say it got within about five feet of the car, so it was pretty scary. Andre admitted to it, but he claimed no one was in any danger at any time. He said if he wanted to burn the car, he would have. Uh, he is now facing three counts of aggravated assault. There's a picture of Andre up on, <laughs> on TV. All
4: right, Jeez, I'm just going to yeah. go get my flamethrower then. How you like yeah. that? I got to tell you, this XM42 light looks awesome. Yeah, Pro- right? It problem does. with it though
3: is like for me I feel like I like when Elon Musk had his flamethrower out I was like this is a great idea but also the way i die like well, i feel like i'm not i shouldn't be i shouldn't be in charge of throwing flames
2: can i, just, I tell you that i could watch videos of people trying to put gasoline on a fire and oh my it God, going back up the spout and into the can <laughs> oh, and then the throwing best. the can and kicking it and then flames everywhere i mm. could watch videos of that for the rest of my life
4: mm,
2: mm. i don't understand how people don't know and just so you know just so you idiots out there know If you're going to try and light your ex-boyfriend's car on fire or you're doing whatever, fumes light on fire. So when you pour the gas into the car, as soon as you hit that lighter, boof, there's going to be a big thing and it's going to blow you back on your ass. People always do that. Like, leave a little, you know, trail of gasoline, light it, and then have it go into the thing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand how people don't know that. They're, like, leaning their head in the car. They just yeah. dumped all, you know, two gallons of gas in the car, and then they're like, oh, let me just lean in. Kapoosh! <laughs> Dummy. Yeah. Although, I, get, I would imagine if you're lighting your ex-boyfriend's car on fire, you're not the brightest person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally agree. You not know, to begin with. Uh, some guy in England recently showed up to the ER with something stuck inside him. Oh, no. Oh, which end? Uh, listen, his, his back end. the mm-hmm. Yeah. It was an accident, guys. It was True. an accident. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That, well, that's what he's claiming. Uh, in this case, the object that lodged inside him was an old World War Two artillery shell. <laughs> wow. Yeah, basically yeah. it's a huge bullet that takes out tanks. There's a picture up on Bone TV. Oh, let me see. It's that. about wow. the size of a grown man's hand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's uh, how big it is. Uh, it was about uh, two and a half inches in diameter and almost seven inches long. Uh, he claimed he had been cleaning out a bunch of junk out of his house when he found it. Mm-hmm. Then he put it on the floor. Yeah. Then he slipped. oh It landed. On it, but first, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Doctors were able to remove the shell, then realized it might be dangerous and called the bomb squad. Uh, Luckily, it was uh, actually something that uh, it wasn't actually something that could explode. He is expected to make a full recovery.
4: That is a very specific fetish. Yeah, I mean,
3: it's the right size and shape. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you got, if you're like, I don't know
2: whether it's the right size. Well, if you've been Uh, doing it for a long time, you're like, I need
3: something bigger.
0: You're right,
4: that's the noise. Yeah. a noise. out like, a tank. Do you find that at like a garage sale, and you bring it home excited, or is that something you find in your own house? You go, well, I, don't, I don't want to use this for.
3: You keep that forever.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. He bought that
2: yeah. for
3: that reason. Yeah. That's not his first time. Uh, yeah. Think, yeah, no, 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 no. no. Maybe,
2: Maybe it's a though. family heirloom. They pass it. Yeah, down, right? yeah he's generation. been working his way up. <laughs> they, they pass it. Yeah.
4: They pass it all right.
2: Uh, Got something yeah. to look forward to. Spanish? Yeah. What are you getting when you? Uh,
4: Get older. Uh, my dad's got a whole arsenal.
1: So.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> heirlooms. That's right. <laughs> Ass looms. Yep.
4: Pass them down to you. <laughs> uh,
2: so I guess there's a competition. I did not know about this. Uh, to name the oddest book title of the year, the oh, oddest okay. book. Title? Yeah, the oddest book title of the year. So real who quick,
3: are, who's reading books? Uh, People. No. Nope. I, mean, I, I, I bought a lot. I went to Barnes and Noble yesterday. I've been buying a lot of books. Yeah. This year has been a for some reason been. Very reading year.
2: Uh, you bought them. Are you reading them?
3: Yeah, uh, mostly. Um, my daughter has has been reading a lot, so we go to the bookstore more often. But I, while I'm there, like I bought, I didn't read this yet, but I bought Nikki Six's Heroin Diaries. Right. I like to take a look look at that. But Dave
2: I, Girl has that uh, foof, or the uh, I don't know what it's yeah, called. Yeah, Dave Girl and and Lenny Kravitz both have
3: books out that I'd like to read, but I just don't have time to yeah. get through it all. But yeah, there's some good stuff out there. Uh I did buy this book yesterday, which we'll probably use on the show at some point. It's called This or That. Would you rather have this or that? You okay. Know? Yeah. I actually bought it for my daughter because she likes to play Would You Rather? <laughs> and then I always make her quit. Like I always go, Would you rather eat poop from the dog or kiss this boy in front of your old class and she's like, Oh, I don't want to play anymore because <laughs> yeah. she can But I'll look and I'll I'll look in this one and see. Spanish, would you rather give up the internet or music?
4: Oh, I would rather give up the internet Really? Yeah I love Where are you going to get it? your music from? You're probably going to buy it somewhere. Yeah, I have all, I, have all yes. I bought it all, yeah
3: Yeah, I would give up music Really? Yeah, I could sing it all in my head I'm good <laughs> I'm good um, Would you rather be fast or smart? Smart Yeah, I would think so Who's making Yeah. fast? Uh,
2: How fast, though?
3: Like the
4: flash.
3: You talking like about Cheetah? <clears throat> oh. uh, no. I don't know.
4: <laughs> like the flash, I might take the flash speed. Oh, yeah. Carmen. Yes. Lip gloss or lipstick?
0: Oh, lip gloss.
2: Papap, uh, pap, same question. <laughs> uh, lipstick.
3: <laughs> I don't even know the difference. Uh, um, wait, let me find one more. Let me find a good one. It's like these are all just real easy ones, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah, we gotta find the naughty version of that. Uh, Yeah, I have. I'm sure I have that already somewhere, like in a in a game form.
2: My Kelta, World War Two artillery (laughs) shell,
3: or my show Mm. Uh, (laughs) host a morning show or host a late night show. Oh, oh. Morning show, late night show. Late, late, night. Show, late yeah. night. I
0: hate getting up so Dude, early.
3: I, I, honestly, Carmen, I you think about that, and you're like, late night show. You go in there, you bang it. Up. They they tape at four o'clock in the afternoon. Right. Which means they start prepping at eight o'clock in the morning. It's just it's a much longer day. Yeah. This is nice coming here. Boop, boop boop done.
2: Yeah. <laughs> also, nobody really cares up. about late night anymore. No. They yeah, really it's don't. true.
3: They really don't. I just found out that that Samantha B show got up for another season. But Who oh, wow. is watching that? Who is watching that that they were like, this thing's killing, which you we know, got up for another season.
2: That Trevor Noah guy, they run promos for his show, and it's never funny. Ever. Ever. Like, I don't know who is watching him and think that he's funny at all. He actually had a joke the other day that was somewhat funny, but him delivering it made it bad. Yeah. I go, he can't even deliver a good joke.
3: <clears throat> well. Yeah. He, he is... Uh, he is all the writers and it just comes out of his good-looking head. And that's really what happens but with him. But it's not good. Is, yeah, I don't know. I I don't I agree with you and I don't watch it. I,
1: I don't, don't even what, think I'm he really goes for funny. That's not it's it's more like a commentary oh, show. No,
2: no, 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 no. The <laughs> promos are always trying to be funny. Are too. they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Who what I want to know is who's watching
3: NFL on Fox going Boy, the only thing this is, uh, this is some funny football sketches. I've said it a
2: million times. Not Holy everything has Christ. to be funny. You can just yeah. be football. Just be football. You can just be financial stuff. You can just be certain things. You don't always, not everything has to try to be funny because you're certainly not being funny. Yeah, you know, it's when, really
3: awful. When you bring in Peyton Manning and his brother and, you, and they make fun of each other, and that's funny. But when you've got guys dressing up. In costumes and making accents, and they're like this is who isn't enjoy- like who's is the one guy that goes hey shh, shh, they're doing the funny stuff on the Fox yeah NFL show it's awful.
1: Caliendo was the only guy that ever yes. made me laugh. Well,
3: Jimmy right. Kimmel yeah. was good because he'd fight with everybody. Yeah, but but I'm talking about the actual like Caliendo sketches were good right because of the voices and all that stuff. But. uh it, it, like, whatever they have now, is just, it's really, it's like, we don't need it. Let's just keep going with what you're doing. The rest of the so, show is good.
2: So, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, man, he what a loser he is. No, always, always, because he's not funny and he's always crying now and stuff. But he, remember a while back, this was just retweeted uh, over the weekend, I saw it. But remember a while back, he challenged Ted Cruz to a basketball game? Because yeah. he thought he was going to destroy him. Yeah, like, Ted Cruz, you look at Ted Cruz, like, get, get out of here, you're ridiculous. Right. Ted Cruz destroyed jimmy kimmel ah, absolutely great. destroyed him and i guess he had said something about ted cruz and ted cruz said uh the always not funny jimmy kimmel <laughs> uh, said something whatever do you remember when i destroyed you in basketball and then i had like a highlight reel of him just smashing it into jimmy's face it was uh, so good the Always awesome. not funny <laughs> yeah Ugh, I mean, but you gotta feel miserable because Jimmy Kimmel went into that thinking, "Oh, this is gonna be hilarious. Yeah. I'm gonna destroy him." And then he got his ass whooped. Yeah. And,
3: and I, I, I used to like Kimmel, but I haven't, I haven't watched his show or paid attention. Like I forget that he's on. Well, and... he
2: just keeps on crying all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, what yeah. is this late night? Like I don't ever remember Carson or Letterman crying every episode. So weird. He's very politically motivated now, too. Yo, totally. It's like everything is, you know.
3: Totally. L.A., man. Yeah. L.A. will do it to you.
2: Uh, well, back to the, uh, the competition. Whoa, whoa,
3: Hold on a second. I think we have breaking news. Oh, what do we got? Uh, Jake Paul. Anybody know anything about this? No. no. I, I don't even know. I have to check this. I don't know. But Jake Paul is set to fight Tyrone Woodley because uh, the other guy backed out of the fight, Fury. What? No, no way. He's coming down.
2: Who is that uh, from, though?
3: I, yeah, that's the thing. I don't know how. I don't know how accurate it is. I'm just reading it now. It's from a like Ringside News, which reports on wrestling and boxing and all that stuff.
2: Oh, uh, uh, I see Manchester Evening News yeah. as well. Yep, yeah, all that oh, stuff. The Mirror.
3: Oh. So now he's fighting Woodley again. Who can kill that
1: guy? Yeah. That's not even a good fight. No, there's. I mean, oof! One wow! Suckers, about your tickets for that one. I have zero interest in that. Mm-hmm. I was looking forward to the other fight. Yeah, I him because you
3: got a boxer.
1: What if this was? The, what if that was the setup all along? And he was oh, never going to fight. He's never going to fight him.
3: Oof. Yeah, uh, Tommy Fury pulls out a fight. I don't know why. It
2: says yeah, undisclosed.
3: Yeah, but he pulls out a fight and uh,
2: disclosure agreement.
3: Yep. What, what if this was the setup the whole time? Dude. Oh.
1: sold a ton of tickets and then
3: then drop it and then you pull. I him mean, like could, you, could him. you get your money back? No. Why you didn't? Pay because for this.
2: it's subject to change. Yeah, uh, that's on there. It's you know subject to change.
3: I would think they have to beef up something else on that card. Yeah. If he needs me to fight somebody, I'll do it for 100. I'm serious. Carmen, you don't think that if I fought a a certain fat cross eyed cuckold, Uh that that wouldn't sell out the arena? That would be huge. It would be huge. I'll do it for 150 grand. (laughs) I got to tell you that. Actually, I'll do it for 150 grand versus 150 grand for him, winner, keep all. Oh. I like
2: that. I like it a lot. Yeah. I got to tell you, that makes Tommy Fury look like a bitch. Yeah. What but why, Tom though?
3: Why? You don't know he could have COVID. It doesn't matter. Can't. It
2: doesn't matter. Yeah, even but if, no, he no matter
3: had, if he had a medical condition
2: or something. I know, but Jake Paul's going to be able to turn it to, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, okay, he had a medical uh, medical condition. Yeah, it's called scared of getting his ass whooped.
3: <laughs> By a YouTuber. Itis.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I don't even know who Tyrone Woodley is. He's Tyron, a Tyron, UFC, UFC uh, champ, former right, but champion. He, but yeah. he beat him already, right? Yes. Yeah. So why would he fight that guy again?
2: Well, Indiana. because Woodley, though, it wasn't real, and I didn't give it my best, and blah blah blah—all excuses. You know. Woodley
1: was trying to get a fight right away. He wanted a rematch and stuff. And because yeah, he was embarrassed, yeah. And Jake he Paul was, getting, was
2: like, like a tattoo.
4: Yeah, he's like, no, you got your shot, and now I mean, I guess they got to put in somebody.
2: Yeah,
1: you might
4: be it. right about the sixth, the sick thing, Mike, because EWN Sports is reporting that he's been suffering from a cold in the recent. Yeah, he probably weeks.
3: got COVID. Yeah. Um, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna make this announcement right now. at 7:48 on Monday, December 6th. I'm officially rescinding my offer to massage Jake Paul in between oh, rounds. What? I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not rubbing his arms for a rematch against a guy nobody cares about.
2: <laughs> You're not
4: a was, rematch. No, run armor.
3: Not a rematch. If I'm gonna rub some guy's arms, it's gonna be for a championship fight. Out. Mm. Oh. Interesting. Breaking news within the news. Yeah. How do you like that?
2: Uh, so the competition f- to be named oddest book title of the year. Uh, I, I can't imagine you guys have any guesses. I'll just give you straight up what it is.
3: Uh, it's called uh, "Put That Military Thing in My Butt." No, no.
2: No. <laughs> no, it's a book called "Is Superman Circumcised?" The complete Jewish history of the world's greatest hero.
3: Wow, it's pretty. It's it's less funny than you'd think because uh, people don't realize that Superman. Was created by two Jewish guys right? and was given a Hebrew name, Kalel. Yeah. Uh, so it is very Superman is very Jewish. But I don't think he's circumcised because you don't have anything that can cut the foreskin. You don't have anything that, <laughs> that I would cut pin- yeah. the right? yeah. yeah. Kryptonite. Kryptonite yeah. doesn't do that. Kryptonite only makes him feel weak, doesn't can right. you know what I mean? You can't penetrate his skin with it. No, he gets stabbed. Oh yeah, he gets uh, stabbed, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Lex Luthor stabs it right in the side. Oh, yeah. I mean, who's got a kryptonite scalpel? I mean, yeah,
3: uh, what Lex Moyle Luthor
2: carries thing.
3: that? And anyway, the best is, imagine just picking up that. That's my episode. They they circumcise um, Clark, and then somebody else gets the force. Cam. A
2: dog eats it. Or <laughs> yeah, and they, that's how crypto came about. Super wow. dog.
3: Super dog. Wow. But you know, you think about it. If Jonathan and Martha can't get this baby. And they take the baby to the doctor or, or the rabbi or whatever, and they go circumcise them. and they
1: can't cut it. I mean, how do they explain that? Mm-hmm. That's you a just real, don't that's take a, it. I'm going to go buy that book today. Uh, that's good stuff. I always you know? think of uh, uh, Mallrats, where they're arguing that Superman could never have sex with Lois Lane because would be a shotgun plan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> She'd <be devastated>. yeah. would <laughs> be uh, My
3: favorite is the um, uh, Superman flying around, and he sees... Wonder Woman masturbating on the Mm. beach. And he's like, I'm going to fly down there, bang her, and be gone before she even knows (laughs) what happened. Flies down, and he bangs her, takes off. And Wonder Woman goes, what happened? And the invisible man goes, I don't know. Something just got me in the butt.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Today is National Microwave Oven Day. Ooh. Science oven. Uh, The microwave was first introduced in, any guesses?
4: What year? 1970. Eight. 1977.
0: 1977.
2: 1976. 1954. Carmen? 1967. <laughs> Geo. So close. 1955. Oh, God. Ah, God damn it. 1955. The uh, first compact countertop ones came out uh, 10 years later. So. Yeah. Uh, 65 there, yeah. God, could you imagine living without a microwave now?
3: No. No, I, I, I definitely could not, and it would affect most of the things that I do for convenience. But we don't really cook in the microwave, but we do heat things up. Yeah, you heat on.
2: stuff up yeah. and do a lot of, yeah.
3: Imagine just having to reheat to all your leftovers in an oven. Oh. I mean, it would just take so long. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? I reheat a lot of stuff in the air fryer. Yeah. That sounds nice. That's well, how
0: I do almost everything.
3: I got to tell you, I, make, I love these little quiche things, these little appetizer quiches. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I make them a lot when we have UFC fights and stuff over here. So I put them in when they're frozen in the microwave to soften the middle, and then in the oven to crispy them up. Right. But even that takes a half hour. I found out the other day, four minutes in the yeah. air fryer, yeah. done yeah. and crispy. It's oh, it's unbelievable! Air Chained fryer. My life.
2: Air fryer is the new microwave. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. really is. Uh, so a lot of people are having Zoom meetings. Zoom is releasing some new features, and one of them, oh Zoom, you narks, uh, will now make it easier for hosts to see which guest have and uh, haven't joined, uh, which also would snitch on people who uh, mm-hmm. like to sneak into meetings late or leave early or anything like that. So now the host knows that they can Aww, alert you.
4: Yeah. Stupid, stupid
2: Zoom.
3: Yeah. I uh, I I don't mind the, uh, the Zoom meetings. I prefer them to live meetings.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I prefer Be- emails.
3: Yeah. Like, if you're on the computer... <laughs> And you can whip through, the, like on the phone, Zoom stinks because you can only see so many people on a page. But you're on a computer and you can see everything. And I love the screenshot of people's face when it looks really fat and they're looking down and then send them to other people during the meeting. <laughs> I do that a lot. Zoom meetings are fun.
2: <laughs> uh, Carmen? Yes. You text a lot? Yes. You use a lot of emojis? Yes. Any particular favorite one that you use?
0: Um... So I do a lot of, like, the ones with the hard eyes or the ones with the heart around it mm-hmm. or the flame Right, is really popular or the one with the drool. Mm-hmm. Those are, like, my...
3: She said that to me all the time. Yeah.
0: Uh, this year's <laughs>
2: list of the most popular emojis of 2021 is out, and the emoji, emoji in particular, uh, one of them has pulled away from the pack. A group called Unicode posts the list each year. They're in charge of standardizing the, uh, all the emojis uh, and the use of different platforms and stuff. So this is actually the official list. Once again, the crying laughing emoji was number one this year.
0: I use that one a lot, too. Yeah,
2: I use that one a lot, too. Uh, technically it's called the face with tears of joy emoji. Uh, it's been number one worldwide since at least 2017. And this year it accounted for more than 5% of all the emojis we sent. Uh, the only other one that came even close to that was the red heart emoji. Uh, after that, there was a pretty steep drop off. The five most popular emojis were the face with tears of joy, the red heart rolling on the floor laughing, which is like the tears of joy, but on its side with- huh. Uh, Thumbs up. I use that so much. I love giving a good thumbs up, (laughs) Uh, especially whenever it's something dumb and it's just like thumbs up. Yep, there you go. Uh, The loudly crying face, which looks like two rivers of tears flowing uh, down it, and the rest of the top 10 are the uh, folded hands, like the praying emoji, Uh, blowing a kiss, smiley face with uh, heart eyes. Carmen, you like that one? Yep. Uh, The smiling face with hearts around it, Uh, smiling face with rosy cheeks, and uh, the least used least used were the flag emojis. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, I, always,
3: I, I use
2: flag emojis. America? You're an American? Yeah. Yeah. USA, use, yeah. USA! USA!
3: USA! I use them whenever we're talking about a different country. Like, if I'm making a post, I always throw it, because you type it, and the flag comes up. I'm like, I'll throw that in there. Oh, yeah. Um, did you watch Succession last night?
2: Not yet. No, I'm going to watch it this morning. Please don't. Yeah. I will
3: not. I will not at all, but I will tell you one of the most... Enjoyable episodes I've seen in a long time. Yeah, not it, it, not a matter of uh, closure or anything like that. It 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 has. It has How about one that's a,
2: enough? It's good. Just no, let's say that but the, th-
3: it, it is ties into the emojis. There's an emoji uh, joke in there that made me laugh out loud. And okay. Is this the
0: like season finale? No,
3: next week is the season okay. finale.
0: because I'm like two behind. Like I have this week and then last week's to go through. Yeah. So I yeah I'm excited. If I'm
3: Kendall, if I'm Kendall Roy, mm, mm. I want to kill myself. That poor guy. All right. I'll watch it today. I'm talking about previous seasons. It's just bad. Family is just so bad. Uh, you will. I'm not going to say a word about it today. All I'm saying is it ties into the emojis, and you will enjoy it. It was a very good one. As a po- I feel like this season has been a lot of drag. This one was pretty good.
2: All right. I will watch Do just it in one part. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm uh, Gio, if you want to go and make yourself a drink or something, you're not going to be interested in this, in this because I know you haven't seen one episode of Seinfeld. I don't okay. know what's wrong with you. Uh, did you know the Seinfeld holiday festivus was a real thing? No. Yeah, it was made up by the alcoholic father of one of the show's writers, Dan O'Keefe. Uh, he explains how his uh, family had a dark secret that became a classic episode. Here he is talking about Festivus Mm. with his family and his alcoholic father.
0: Growing up, myself and my two brothers were in a form of child abuse that yet wasn't recognized as such (laughs) by the state of (laughs) New York. Induced to perform seasonal rituals, just a very formalized setting for yelling at us. A holiday that was unique to our family. It didn't have a set date. It just happened whenever he felt like it or was (laughs) extremely hungover and wanted to (laughs) jumpstart his synapses. You never know when it was coming and I'm at a party, and my loudmouth younger brother opens his yap and mentions this weird family holiday called Festivus. And I'm on Seinfeld at the time, and a couple of my coworkers are there. And then one of them say, "Jerry thinks this is hilarious, and we want to put it in the show." I tried to dissuade them. They said, "Look, you can go in your episode or someone else's." So I figured if this has to be smeared onto the world, then I might as well be the hand doing the smearing. A new holiday was born—a Festivus for the rest of us.
2: <laughs> I love it. What a weird dad he must have had. That's, that's a great story,
3: man. Yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I love that when you find out something's based yeah. on reality. That's awesome.
2: Uh, William Shatner's trip into space was made into a one hour documentary called Shatner in Space. It'll hit Amazon on December 15th.
4: Gross. So if
2: you have any interest in watching that, Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, I don't. No. Unless you found out he threw up on himself or something. So you
2: always wonder, like, uh, bands, big bands, like, you know, they just had uh, Next Big Thing. Like, how much did uh, 21 Pilots make for playing that? How was that, by the way? Uh, Did anybody go? Gio, did you win (laughs) tickets or no? I uh, did not go. Oh. What happened? I thought Olivero had the uh, passes for it. Yeah, you he
0: really wanted to go. Yeah, I
2: got wrapped up in some other stuff.
1: It oh, just didn't work drunk. out. <laughs> drunk, <Just> didn't <laughs> work Couldn't
4: out. Drive.
0: Uh-huh. Uh,
2: I don't know. Look, I mean, from social media, it looked like it was packed. Looked like people had a good time. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure. But you know, you wonder. Uh, they say touring is how the, a lot of the bands make you a lot of the stu- money. Merchandise and touring and doing all that type of stuff. Well, BTS made Billboard box score history. With the turnout for their four-night stand at SoFi Stadium, it grossed how much? How much money for four nights at SoFi Stadium, BTS?
3: So, SoFi Stadium, I would imagine, holds, let's say... 70,000 people. Let's just say that. So okay. Let's say sixty thousand. All right. Hold on, let me get my phone real yeah. quick. Yeah. We'll do math. some math.
2: The uh,
4: internet else? says SoFi uh, Stadium. No, no. Oh, okay.
2: Oh. I thought you were yeah. going to give away the number.
3: That no, the, no, no, no. That's many the held?
4: capacity. Yeah, is seventy thousand. So let's say there sixty approximately. Sixty-five
3: thousand times fifty dollars a ticket. That's three million dollars, three point two million dollars. And how many nights? Was Four it?
2: nights. Four nights.
3: And what are we doing? Just on ticket prices, or the money that they made altogether?
2: Uh, it says a gross. So why don't we go with merchandise? Say they were selling them. You know.
3: All right. So let's let's say roughly uh, low twelve million dollars for the four nights, plus the merchandise. And this is a big deal. So I'm going to say fifteen million dollars. Fifteen go,
2: million dollars.
3: A hundred million dollars.
2: Oh Merchandise. Hundred million dollars. Twenty-five million. Twenty-five. Oh, Seventy-five. Other? Seventy-five. Carmen.
0: I'm gonna go thirty seven.
2: Uh it grossed thirty three point three million dollars. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of merchandise. Uh which actually makes them the sixth best grossing single venue engagement of all time and the biggest box score box score in the US in the last eighteen years. Uh over in Argentina. Roger Waters earned $38 million. Really? Over, yeah, over nine shows. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That's unbelievable. Yeah, but $33 million for four nights. So just imagine that, how many nights they play. Not that they're making that the entire time, but, you know, is say, let's see if you averaged, uh, if you break that down. Right. You know, in average, say, like $8 million per night that they make. So, that's so crazy.
3: Then with all the people in the band, that's uh 25 grand a year. Yeah. Make. Yes. So yeah. Really yeah. Really I, let me explain the process that I'm going through right now. You know, I'm a big uh, Pearl Jam fan and a mm-hmm. big Eddie Vedder fan. Mm-hmm. Eddie Vedder has announced a solo tour that will only be in a few cities, Tampa, not one of them, um, but it will be in New York at the Beacon Theater. So I had to go, this is so, I'm 50 years old. I had to go online in the fan club. I had to go through Ticketmaster through the fan club. I had to be registered and verified as a fan, and then I will find out on December 8th, which is this, what, Thursday, uh, if I got approved to buy tickets to the concert. Can you believe that That nonsense? I mean, that's the the only way they could do it now without scalpers just buying things and ripping everybody off. So, I mean... Now I'm gambling on whether or not I'm going to buy tickets to a show that I don't even know if I'm going to go to, I mean, like get to go to. And then if I do get the tickets now, i got to get a flight and a hotel and all that. It's crazy. Why
2: don't you call Craig Gas? Oh, no, I guess Craig
3: Gass is a, like 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 Don Miggs is a more of an in than a Craig Gass. Like Craig Gass, if I call him, he's got to call five more people. Uh, he's you know best what I'm friends saying? with Stone. Yeah, No, it's not. It's the <laughs> other guy. And <laughs> uh, Yeah, and, and they're not best friends. It's kind of like when he sees him, he goes, oh, I know that dude. All you know right, what I'm saying? Craig right. Gass is to me a Don't little go. bit of a. Oh, I am going to go. <laughs> I can't
2: wait to send you pictures on stage with me and Eddie Vedder. Well, <laughs> the like, worst was. Idiot you are. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, it is that time of year again where you watch a lot of the holiday movies. You've seen them before, but you watch them. Home Alone, listen, I'm telling you right now, Home Alone comes on at any point. You're watching that movie. Yeah, it's, right. a good, it's a really good movie. I,
3: I made a um, a promise to myself that I will watch for the first time this year Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh. Yeah, you really should. Oh, uh, listen, it's, it's, it's a know.
2: great movie. It's a great movie.
3: It just never It never started while I was watching TV, so I was always the middle or the end, and I kind of know the end already, so I have no rush to watch it, but I will sit down and I will make it a point to watch.
2: I don't know if there is a movie that makes me – I mean, that really makes me laugh out loud so much, the stuff that John Candy does, Mm -hmm. and the reaction of Steve Martin, just those two together, and the little stuff that they throw in that's so great, it's so funny and so smart, and then John Candy on a dime makes you feel so bad for him. You're like laughing, laughing, then you want to start crying, you're like, oh, my God, I feel terrible. I think
1: that's John Candy's best movie of his entire career. What's up there? He's funny. Uh, he, like yeah. Galen said, he, he makes you feel emotional. Like It's by far his but best But he did that in a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I,
2: I agree, too. Uncle Buck, yeah. I think, Uncle was Buck fantastic. Was so summer Rental was great. I mean, there's so summer many. Summer Rental's a funny movie. That yeah. is a good one. Which, that was uh, filmed summer, here. Yeah, right? When that yeah, here? It was filmed in a beach. Yeah. yeah.
3: I, I'm going to watch it, and uh, I'm already in the holiday movie-watching mode. I've already watched Elf once. What is yeah. your favorite holiday movie? Home Alone?
2: Christmas I mean, Story. Home Alone's really good. Plane I don't like Christmas Story. I like Christmas
3: Story. Christmas Story. It does nothing for me. Hmm. The Christmas lamp Story. and the kid and licking the pole is Elf. the really good part. Elf for, is really
1: good. For some I, reason, yeah. I like Home Alone 2 better than Home Alone 1. Really? <laughs> yeah, lost good. in New York.
4: <laughs> I like The Night Before with uh, <laughs> oh, the Oh, yeah, that,
2: that is, is really good, yeah. That's
4: pretty funny, yeah. yeah.
2: And that's one that it. kind of flies under the radar. Yeah.
4: I don't even know what that is. With Joseph
1: Gordon-Levitt I think Anthony Mackie. Yeah, it's good. I just watched that um, 8-bit Christmas. Is that any good? It was pretty funny. Right? It's like a kid's movie, and it's, it's, it's got a lot of 80s nostalgia okay. stuff because it takes place in the 80s. I it was, will tell you, it my, was funny.
3: easily my favorite Christmas movie is, I mean, I like Elf, too, but uh, The Grinch. The Jim Tim Carrey, Carrey one, right.
4: that yeah, one that's good. really
1: uh,
2: good. Well, I'll tell you, you know, so this is a list of uh, different facts about movies and stuff. And the first one starts out with uh, this Bad Santa, which was on the other day. I was watching yeah. that. And that is really good. Billy Bob Bad Santa hilarious. Yeah. The second one, that
3: six. kid, but that kid from oh Bad Santa God. is so good,
2: so good. I mean, everything. The Based y- on love. the guy that plays yeah. the elf, yep. you know, <laughs> uh, John Ritter in there, yep. you know, yeah. is so good. Uh, was. Uh, uh, What's his name? Uh, son of a bitch. Bernie Mac. Uh, Bernie Mac. Bernie oh, yeah, Mac's yeah. so great in yeah. there. <laughs> uh, well, here's uh, some of the different facts about uh, uh, holiday movies. Bill Murray improvised a lot of his lines in Scrooge, and Bill was also actually in negotiations to play the lead in Bad Santa, but due to scheduling conflict, the role went to Billy Bob Thornton.
3: That probably wouldn't have been as good. I don't
2: think so.
4: I
3: think Billy
2: Bob Thornton did a great job. So
3: Scrooge was in the movie theater when I worked there as a kid, and I've seen it a thousand times, and it's a good movie. But I heard heard the story that um, Sam Kinison was supposed to play the ghost that Buster Poindexter played, and Bill Murray had Sam Kinison fired and Buster because he was friends with Poindexter and brought him in, and that, now I can't watch the movie anymore. Uh, but, it, but it annoys me now when I see uh, Bill Murray. Yeah. I just don't like Bill Murray. Yeah, he, he screwed him.
2: Bill yeah. yeah, he <laughs> screwed yeah. him. Uh, the Muppets Christmas Carol was the yeah. first uh, Muppet movie to may be made without Jim Henson. Oh. He passed away in nineteen ninety, two two years before the movie came out. Okay. So that was actually made without him. Uh, Tim Burton said the storyline of The Nightmare Before Christmas was inspired by seeing all the Halloween decorations and Christmas decorations in the store at the same time. So that... he kind of put them together.
3: Never saw that either.
2: Yeah, I've never seen that. My wife trip. loves that. My wife loves that stuff. The
4: Nightmare Before Christmas is really yeah. good. It,
3: well, what is it?
4: It's a musical Stop about... animation, though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's really interesting Tim how Bur- they do it. Yeah. But what is it about? Uh, it's about the Halloween season. People want to take over the Christmas time because they feel like they're getting snubbed. Yeah, well, yeah.
2: yeah. Well, it's t- Tim Burton annoys
4: me. I, I mean, it's good. Danny Elfman, of course, Danny does Elfman, the music, of oh, so nice. it's good. I got good Joe music. Back in, so, yeah, Danny Elfman. I just never Jack yeah. the Pumpkin King. I was never
3: attracted to it. And they
4: they kidnap Santa. Well,
3: I, it's a—it's looking at the people that I know
1: love that movie.
4: yeah. And I'm like, mm. it's <laughs> good.
1: Tim Burton was directing Spider-Man 2 during that time, and he actually went. You mean Batman. Yeah, Batman, or whatever it well, was. he said Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. I know, it but it was different. Completely different. different. But uh, <laughs> he, he hired the uh, animator guys to go in there, and Danny Elfman is the one who turned in the first couple of scenes to Disney. Uh, because they're the ones who he had to buy the story back from. He so, loves Danny Elfman. I, I would get a
3: cameo from Danny Elfman for you if he yeah, would it. Mm-hmm. He would love it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, a Charlie, ba- Charlie Brown Christmas was originally supposed to have a laugh track in it, Awful. but yeah, Charles Schultz said uh, yeah. no way, so Awful. he was against peanuts it.
3: Peanuts are <laughs> ugly kids who uh, talk to a dog, and the one's dirty, and they make fun Very of the black. I don't, yeah. I'm not a Peanuts fan at all. There's uh, nothing for
4: me.
2: The director of the 1966 animated How the Grinch Stole Christmas gave the Grinch a green color because he was inspired by an ugly green car that he had rented.
4: I love
3: that movie. (laughs) The cartoon's good, yeah. But Jim Carrey takes it to the next level. You're right, Uh, and 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 what's his face? Hey now, Hank! (laughs) All those guys. The the chick in the movie. The the movie's great, yeah. The the dog is good. Cindy Lou. It looks fantastic. That's one of the best movies.
2: Uh, In the Gremlins, Gizmo was originally going to turn into Stripe. Ooh. But Steven Spielberg ultimately decided to treat them as, uh, two, as different characters. Yeah,
3: that's a good toys. idea. Yeah. Yeah. Two different toys.
2: Yeah, make all when the money. What they can love and what they can be afraid of. Uh, Mythbus- Mythbusters proved that uh, just like in a Christmas story, you actually can get your tongue stuck to a piece of cold metal. <laughs> like everybody every kid <laughs> We all did that. It, yeah. yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, and finally, It's a Wonderful Life. Nothing wrong with that, right? No, that's it's a good. good, wholesome story. Yeah. All mm-hmm. that stuff. Well, the FBI issued a memo in 1947 about "It's a Wonderful Life" being possibly infiltration oh. by communists into the movie industry. Wow. The movie also did terribly at the box office uh, and put the director five hundred twenty-five thousand dollars in debt.
3: Oof. So, communists because of the whole the whole Hollywood communist hunt when they were. When they were doing that, or is there some message in? The well,
2: loaning the money and doing that, I would imagine oh, too. You know, yeah, yeah that's
3: That's another one. It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, it's on. You got to watch it. No, you don't. Uh,
2: I somewhere. really like that, but I, I, I like that. I like that movie a lot.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I like color in my Christmas movies. Ah,
2: uh, well, watch
3: them.
4: <laughs> uh, that is it for news.
3: All right. Uh, before you what?
4: I was just going to say, according to The Atlantic, the reason why the FBI wrote that memo is because many of the writers of yeah, It's a Run for oh, the okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, that's why I wasn't sure if it was because of that or if it was because that's that's that movie, uh is Trumbo. It? Trumbo?
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. That's a great movie, man. It really is. There's good. a couple of movies that have been made about that, the hunt for communists in Hollywood and yeah. uh but that Trumbo movie was really was really entertaining. Uh all right, uh thank you, Galvin. when we come back we'll do our football picks, we'll find out how we did. Uh, we got some stuff to give away, which we'll do in a game a little bit later on. We got a lot of things to get to during and the show. Uh huh.
2: Next The announcement. <laughs>
3: We will finally have the details for the pub crawl and our final event of uh, 2021. We'll give you that as soon as we come back from break. First, I want to tell you about my friends at Zero Res. I love Christmas. We're all sitting there talking about we love Christmas movies. And why? Because your family comes over and there's food and if somebody's bringing food or who's cooking, and then next thing you know, everybody leaves and it's your job to get everything clean. And then you're over there and you're realizing this spilled on the floor and a kid stepped on a candy cane and that's wrapped up into your carpet. Oh, it's awful. And what do you do? Do you freak out? No. You call my friends at Zero Res. Why? Because Zero Res comes over with their patented VR water and they get your house clean. Insanely clean. Clean. And if you call them up or make an appointment today, get your house nice and cleaned up for the holidays, you mention me, Mike Kalta, you get 15% off all services. You can schedule online at ZeroRezTampaBay.com. That's Z E R O R E Z TampaBay.com. Or you can give them a call at 813 375 9960. That's 813. 375 9960 Let ZeroRes come over and get your place in holiday shape. Get it all ready for the people to come over and then keep them in the back of your mind because when they leave, you're going to have some dirty carpets. You're going to have some food that somebody dropped. You're going to be uh, freaking out, but I'm telling you, Zero Res has gotten uh, dog poopy out of my carpets. It's gotten kid stains out. They do it all. 813-375-9960. ZeroRes. Spell it backward or forward. It's the right way to clean. We'll take a break. It's Mike Kaltis. Caldes-